Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Talk for today, Wednesday, January 31st, 2011. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. Anytime during the show, one six four six three eight one four eight six zero, or email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru dot com. You can also go into the chat room here on my show page and chat with an other wine enthusiasts, or tweet me any questions you like at stewthewineguru dot com, at stewthewineguru on Twitter, and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people beats the power of the internet. Now, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, the videos, the articles, and the TV shows I'm currently a part of. Now, speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo and The Examiner, so look for those as well. I've also made a Wine 101 series of videos that can be viewed just, anywhere, just about anywhere on the internet, but YouTube, my website, and just any industry, wine industry, or food industry portal, you'll be able to find it. My latest one is on the wines of South Africa, and I highlight the Sauvignon Blanc of a fantastic new vintner, Seven Springs, from Hermanus, West Cape Town area. Check it out. It's a great new Sauvignon Blanc. All of my wine articles are now available on any smartphone, so just download the Hello Vino app, and you can take my wine reviews and articles with you anywhere you go. I want all my listeners to please make a note and remember that as of tomorrow, February 1st, 2011, my show will start at 6 p.m. That's instead of 7 p.m. Eastern. Please make note of this because you don't want to miss anything. Also, one other very important note, the show will be going from a one-hour show to 30 minutes. So This is also important to note so you won't miss anything for future shows. Tonight is my recap show of this weekend's Key West Food and Wine Festival. I was down in Key West as a media sponsor for the show and covered all the great events. I want to say thanks to Mark Sertonio and the great crew that put the show together for the second year in a row. You guys did a great job, and I appreciate the opportunity to cover such a great event. The attendance was amazing. I know the event was sold out, so kudos to you guys on that. And um, 
Mark and his staff ran the show so seamlessly that when I asked the attendees at each event if they had, you know, if there was any complaints or any problems or anything that they, I didn't hear a one. Everyone was extremely happy, and I was happy to hear that. Uh, you know, sometimes you go to an event and you know either they run out of wine, they run out of food very quickly. Uh, you know, so there's some sort of gap, but there really was nothing. It was just seamless. The vendors were very happy and helpful. They had plenty of food and certainly plenty of wine to go around. So. I was uh, very, 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 very happy and uh, and thought it went very, very well. Of course, the number to call in is 1-646-381-4860. Or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions to info at stewthewineguru.com or you can tweet me your questions to at stewthewineguru on Twitter and I'll read them live here on the show. As always, I've opened a chat room for the listeners to go into and chat. You can also ask questions, and I'll check into the chat room live periodically during the show to get answers for you. Hey, hi, this is uh, John Ratzenberger. When I'm not doing voiceovers for movies or doing commercials, I'm listening to Stu the Wine Guru. I suggest you do the same. No actual celebrities were used in the making of this promo, only celebrity impersonators. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Either. Okay, I know I haven't been in a movie in a while. I got it. It's okay, I've embraced it. But when I'm not being either, I'm listening to Stu, the wine guru. Scott, you'll get your turn, okay? <laughs> no actual celebrities were used in the making of this promo. Just celebrity impersonators. Well, first off, I want to thank the listeners who are following me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all social media websites. I love social media. The the beauty of it is I can talk directly to my listeners and my guests alike. I am enjoying the immediacy of the medium. I like the ability to give updates in real time, and my guests are doing the same to promote the show. So, thanks to Twitter and social media. Some show notes. I will be a guest on the Emmy Award-winning PBS show, Check, Please, South Florida. I'll be kicking off its fifth season. The show airs February 21st, so fire up your DVR for that. I also shot a guest spot on the hit CNBC World show, Wine Portfolio, with host Jody Ness. The show is taking on the Miami and wine and food scene. And during the taping of my episode, I showed them around Miami and took them to the best places for both. We discussed my radio show and the wine industry. So taping was last month. Actually, taping was November, and the show will air uh, in February. So check your local listings for that. I have to tell you, in doing the shows that I've uh, been part of, in addition to doing segments on NBC, uh, I cannot wait for you to see these shows because they just are such a great – they do a great job. There will be more TV appearances coming up, and I'll let you know via the radio show and Twitter as they happen. I'm narrating a promotional digital video for multiple Napa Valley wineries. I'll let you know when that's complete. For all of you wanting to know what events I'll be attending so you can meet up with me like my Tweeples did this weekend at the Key West Food and Wine Festival, February 24th through the 27th, I'll be covering the 10th Annual Food Network South Beach Wine and Food Festival. Amazing it's been 10 years, I have to say. You have to check this out. This has everything. It has great food. It has great uh, events it has all the who's who, all the cool chefs, Bobby Flays, 
uh, Rocco Despirito, um, my friends, the chefs, Chef Adrian Calvo, Chef Michelle Bernstein will also be there. Uh, you know, Rachel Rays will be there. So that's the chef part of it. Then you've got the people in the wine industry, all the cool wine um, makers, uh, everybody. So I'll be there covering the action. So come say hi as they did in Key West. March 18th through the 20th, I'll be reporting on the Boca Bacanal event. They have great wine dinners. They have a wine auction and a grand tasting that you don't want to miss. So there's going to be a lot of good stuff happening the first few months of this year down here in Florida. That's the schedule so far, so keep listening here, and I'll keep you posted. Remember, if you have questions, I have answers. So uh, just email them to me at info at stewthewineguru.com. You can call me at one six four six three eight one four eight six zero, or get into the chat room and voice your opinion. So let me get right into it, and let me tell you about the festival. I arrived on Thursday night at the La Pension Inn Bed and Breakfast that the festival had set up for me and my wife. The accommodations were great. The hotel was right in Old Town Key West, walking distance from Duval Street and all the main attractions. The first night was the 90 miles from Havana Barefoot Beach Party at the southernmost beach cafe. It's a good attendance. Everyone enjoyed the atmosphere of laid-back Key West. In attendance were people from around the nation and around the world. I met people from Michigan to Maine, from Dublin to the Netherlands. Everyone was down to party, learn about the local cuisine, and try wines from around the world. And this event started at about 5 p.m. and went till about 7. Next up on Thursday, starting at about 7.30 p.m., was the Key West Petronia Street Food and Wine Stroll. Now, you had choices of different starting streets and different restaurant and bar participation, but I chose the Petronia Street Stroll. Um, Petronia Street is at the entrance of the Bahama Village. And first stop was Santiago's Bodega, which serves Spanish-style tapas. Uh, the next was Columbia Grace, a South American restaurant, followed by Blue Heaven, which is really well known, uh, and then La Creperie. And lastly, ready for this name, the Better Than Sex Dessert. This is a restaurant that serves dessert, dessert only. They all serve samples. They add food uh, indigenous to the country that they represent and wines to complement. So it was really, really nice, I have to say. On Friday, January 30th, was the blending seminar by the Boisset family, uh, Estates Vineyard. This was a great seminar teaching the participants to create a proprietary Rhone blend with the grape varietals of Grenache and Morved and Syrah. I've been bl- to blending events, and, and they're always very – they're a lot of fun, But and this was no exception. Um, on – let's see, and then we – let's go to – this, that was Friday. And then um, later on in the evening, I attended the Bess and Harry's Grand Tasting at the Little White House. Now, this was a grand tasting at an historical house. The Little White House was built in 1890 as a home for the Navy Commandant and Paymaster and has been enjoyed by six U.S. presidents during their visits to Key West. President Truman used it as his, white, his winter White House during his administration. The attendees were treated to wines from around the world while classical music was playing. The wines I enjoyed the most were the wines of Jolgot, 
a South African jam jar sweet Shiraz. That was kind of interesting, I have to say. It's a very sweet um, red wine. And then Row 11 has one called Vignaz 3, which is really, really an interesting uh, Pinot Noir. On Saturday was one of the premier events, which was the Duval Uncorked, where Duval Street restaurants, bars, retail shops, art galleries, all opened up and served great food and wine. And you were able to go from one end of the Duval Street to the other and sample everything. So, you know, you'd go into, let's say, a Banana Republic, and, you know, they'd have something set up for you to have sample some food from a local restaurant in the area on Duval Street. And then the, one of the wine merchants was there as well to serve wine, um, offering, you know, reds and whites. And that was just one idea. And then there was different galleries, uh, some art galleries that you walked into that gave you the ability to, you know, view some of the really nice art locally produced and created by some of the local artists. And then you'd go to the back of the gallery, and there would be uh, a local wine merchant, uh, not a local wine merchant, but a, a wine merchant serving some wine for you to sip on while you were, you know, appreciating some of the really nice art that was around. And then, you know, they had some bars like Kelly's, which was one off Caroline uh, and uh, Duval Street. And they had beer, but they also had, um, you know, they also had some some food just to, you know, some little bites to, to check out. Um, and what was nice about it was people started at different ends of, so it wasn't all everyone waiting on one one place to start and then going, oh, my God, you know, how long is this going to take for me to get through this? You know, that was the beauty of it. They had you start at two ends uh, and, and then kind of meet in the middle. So uh, so people that had started on one end got through half of it and then worked their way to the other side and vice versa. Uh, I thought it was really fantastic. I thought that uh, it was well done. They had people in the streets, uh, representatives of the Key West Food and Wine Festival with uh, you know chef hats on to flag you down and an and a apron that said Key West Food and Wine Festival, and then ask you where you had gone, which direction you were coming from, and what you what was next. Um, they also had you know of course guides and a uh, like a pamphlet that uh, or brochure that a threefold that opened up that gave you the uh, all the different ways of going, uh, all the different places to stop at their addresses. So it was really well produced and put together, and um, and 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 well worth it and well worth it. Uh, the VIPs got a chance to go to you know a good portion of the events. There were some that weren't uh, part of the VIP packages, but uh, they were very reasonable in price. So that this way, when you went to it, you weren't spending an arm and a leg to get in to you know check something out. So that was a that was very very um, well planned and well uh, put together in that sense. So you didn't feel like oh my gosh, well, I really want to go to this event. But it's not part of the VIP. Well, you know, you didn't spend uh, a lot of money in order to do it. And then on Sunday was the seafood shakedown, an outdoor wine market. And what they did there was uh, they had different seafood restaurants that competed. Uh, they had some people that had uh, come up with these recipes for hot chowder, um, seafood ceviche. Um, all these different types of seafood dishes uh, to be the best at the show or best at that particular event. Uh, and I have to tell you, some of the stuff that was served there was absolutely unbelievable. In fact, my favorite was a conch chowder. And you know, I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to 
uh, Jamaica. I've been to the tropics. I've been to the Caribbean, and all the you know you'd think that the best would be made there. And I have to tell you, I had probably the best conch chowder that I had ever tried at this particular event, which was amazing because you know you you wouldn't expect that. And also there they had um, they had you know wine for sample and for sale. So all the vendors who were at that at the Key West Food and Wine Festival that were you know serving up wine at the different events now had an opportunity to sell some of the wines as well. So that was a that was a really good thing. Um, they had produce um, vendors, they had jewelry vendors, they had olive oil, uh, they had some of the spirits vendors. There was a um, a Bloody Mary company that had made some Bloody Mary mixes, and so they had shooters of Bloody Mary. So there was a lot of good, cool things. And then the coconut guy was there as well, um, who you'll later find out about, who had uh, the coconut bowling. They had the coconut bowling um, event, and uh, he was, you know, telling, giving the origins and uh, explaining about coconuts, and then as well, cutting them up, giving you pieces to, ch- to sample, making drinks, giving you, you know, cutting up the topping so you could taste the, the, the coconut juice and the milk. Um, but really, very, very knowledgeable about coconuts. So that was kind of cool. Um, that was Sunday. And then there was this, as I said, there was a crazy coconut bowling event in the afternoon and attendees were treated to the coconut man, as I mentioned earlier. Um, there was also the palm woven hats were also on hand. And, uh, that was an, you know, an interesting event. Um, let me just take some emails that are coming in here right now while we're talking. So, uh, and I want to, I want to say hi to everyone out there that met me up at the different events. I really, really was happy that a lot of the, my tweeples, came out in full force and uh, and attended it and listened when I had talked about it and promoted it all the time during my uh, my radio show promos and, and, and came down and enjoyed it. And they came from everywhere. I was really, really impressed. I met people from New York, from New Jersey, from Michigan, from the Netherlands, from just about everywhere uh, that really, really had a good time. And it was nice where someone, you know, they know what you look like, but you don't know what they look like. And then all of a sudden they're saying, hey, Stu, you know, as if they know you forever. And then you find out they're, you know, uh, you know Sally246 or, you know, whatever their Twitter handle is. So it's kind of nice to put the face with the handle and, uh, you know, and then just have a regular conversation that doesn't require you to write it for, in 140 characters. Um, but let me get, take an email here. So let's see, I've got an email. First up is from Steve Lasseter from New York, New York. Uh, it says, Stu, I really enjoyed myself at this year's Key West Food and Wine Festival and really recommend it to anyone who wants to get out of the cold like I did and just have a great time. Hey, you were great at the Blue Heaven. My wife and I really enjoyed meeting you. Thanks again. Well, you know, now I'm trying to think. Now I do remember you, Steve. Yes. Yeah, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. Blue Heaven was a, a blast, and they had some great. They had a, like a pork dish that they were serving. Um, that man was unbelievable, uh, and um, you know, and they were sampling that as well as they had you know a lot of good wines on on hand to to pour. So uh, that thank you, Steve Steve Lassiter. Uh Let's see, the next one is from Michelle Vigari from Plainfield, New Jersey. It says, oh my God, Stu, New Jersey was so cold before we left, so I really enjoyed, um, let's see, I really enjoyed Florida Sun. You were hilarious at Bess and Harry's Grand Tasting. Thank you. Um, my family were in stitches. Glad we had a chance to see you. Key West was a great event 
that we will go to again. Well, that's good. See, that's what I'm talking about. I want to hear kind of stuff like that. That's amazing. Uh, it really was uh, a lot of fun, and I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself. Um, yeah, so, you know, there was a lot of good a lot of good stuff going on. I think that, like I said, they really put together a great event. It's something that you definitely want to check out whenever you get a chance to do so. Um, and it's going to be, you know, each year they're going to be doing it, so you know that you can plan for, you know, late January or potentially early February, depending on how what, what they do, but um, to, to, to go. And, you know, it's always good. As soon as you can find out in advance, you go to www.kwfwf.com, and you can find out when the next one. I mean, right now they're probably not going to have it updated yet, of course, because we're only a day after the event. But down the road, uh, usually closer to about October, November, uh, of this year, you can find out what what's scheduled for the event and and get it all set up. And I have to tell you, they they put on such a great event at Key West. Have to, that's the first time I was in Key West, and I was so impressed by what a great laid back. Everyone's happy. You know, the cool thing was is that if you know you live down here in South Florida, which I I live in South Florida and Coral Springs. And this area, you know, there's ducks walking around. Always there's ducks walking around from the ponds, the different ponds. But there, you know, you 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 really lose um, track, and then you really don't see them anymore. I mean, they're there, but it, it, they're almost part of the scenery. Well, as ducks are part of the scenery here in, you know, um, South Florida, in Key West, roosters are. Uh, they they they're protected, so they can run around and do whatever they, you know, do whatever they want. And the wild thing is, it's like four, five, six o'clock in the morning, they start crowing. Um, I guess it's because the crack of dawn, or you know, you start to see this, it starts to see the sun. But I wasn't accustomed to that. It was just like kind of like, whoa, okay, <laughs> you know. And they crow a couple times, and that's it. But then during the day, they crow as well. And I hear when I talk to the locals, they all say they don't even hear it anymore. It's like they don't even they don't even know they exist. It's not even like uh, they're part of the you know almost part of the scenery, which is the same thing as I said uh, as the ducks around here. So it's kind of interesting, I have to tell you. And and I like the you know the slower pace. It's a lot slower. I mean, it's slowed here in in South Florida in comparison to of course New York and and the northern cities and all. But uh, it's even slower in Key West, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but it's nice. It's just so pleasant to be able to you know take that take it down geared down to like you know first gear from from fifth and constantly going and going and going and just really walk around take a look at this you know then it's interesting of course the, all the colors of the buildings are you know bright colors of the buildings um you know uh and beach wise i was kind of surprised because they don't really have the same kind of beaches as we have here in in uh, this part of South Florida, you know, like Fort Lauderdale, or if you go up to west, like Naples, it, it's not it's not the same. The beaches are, you know, much uh, narrower. Uh, if they do, you know, when they do have a beach area, uh, they have a great state park, uh, and um, we got a chance to to go to it. Uh, I think it's called Jack Taylor. Um, forgive me if it's wrong. I think it's Jack Taylor State Park, but it has a beach on there, like a little beach area. You pay like seven dollars to go in, and uh, you get a chance to go in and enjoy the beach. And there's actual, you know, sand that they get from the Bahamas. They get from 
the, the Caribbean and they, they bring it in and uh, it's really, really nice. The water's great. Um, I have to say, obviously, people who live in Florida don't start swimming in January or February. They wait till like April or May before when the water starts to warm up. But of course, there were people uh, from everywhere in every other country who came down here and because it was 75 degrees during the day, they were like happy to be in shorts and swimming and in trunks and, you know, hanging out. They couldn't believe it, you know. I, I tried to go into the water. I was like, okay, that is literally ice cold. You know, you need, you need like a wet, a, a wetsuit to go into the ocean at that point because it's just, you know, out of hand. But um, great snorkeling. Uh, so there's lots to do in Key West. You've got snorkeling. You've got water events, of course, things to do, parasailing. Of course, it's fishing country USA. I mean, it is like the – it should be – for me, I would think it would be the fishing capital. It's unbelievable. Uh, as you drive over some of the bridges from Key West and the Keys going into, you know, towards Miami, but of course you're not – you know, you're not in it yet. You're still in the Keys. People are fishing off uh, off the bridges. Um, you know, of course, they've got the boats out. I mean, there's just so much to do in the Keys. It's just chock full of uh, uh, activities. And then the beauty of it is if you don't want to do anything and just chill out, you got that as well. And then, you know, with this event, what was great about it was, you know, you had Duval Street, which is hopping. I mean, you know, you've got Sloppy Joe's, you've got Rick's, you've got all these, you know, uh, well-known, uh, quintessential Key West bars. But then you've got some of these little ones that no one knows about. In fact, there was one called the Smallest Bar, which, I mean, could fit maybe two people standing in front of it. I was pretty amazed by it. It was kind of interesting. Um, so all in all, I have to say that this event was fantastic, one that I will be doing every year as part of my media sponsorship of wine and food festivals, one of many. And um, I highly recommend that everyone listening, if you want to get out of the cold, it's cold by where you are in late January, early February, this is a must for a wine enthusiast, a foodie, um, someone who likes to just enjoy uh, a slower pace if they're living in a city or they're living in, a, you know, or they're going at a, you know, they're an A-type personality. Uh, this is perfect for you because it forces you to just relax, enjoy yourself. The Conk Republic, as they call it, man, they know how to party. It's unbelievable down there. And they know how to party, but they also know how to just chill and hang out. So you've got the best of both worlds. Highly, highly recommend this particular event. Uh, and again, www.kwfwf.com. Uh, if you want, you can always go to my website, stewthewineguru.com, check that out, and that will give you all the updates on any of the wine food festivals that I'll be at and ones that I, I recommend as well. Um, so I think that – let me just see if there's any tweeted questions here I have from anybody. I'll check that out, and we'll see if uh, I can get you some answers about it. Man, I'll tell you, it's just lots of fun. All righty. Any other questions? Uh, 
No, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, I wanted to make this just a, a 30-minute recap show so uh, so everybody could get a feel for what everything was all about. If you missed it, you know, you can at least listen to the show and catch up. One quick note, uh, there was a TV crew there from uh, a show called uh, Key West Kitchen at www.kwkitchen.com. They did a great interview with me, which will be on the kwkitchen.com site, so you can look for that. That was something that uh, uh, I want to thank them. Uh, I believe Kerry was the host, and Kerry, thank you to you and your crew. I appreciate that. Um, also, you can go very soon on my site and check out uh, you know, all the video highlights. I'm going to put together a video and picture highlight of the Key West Food and Wine Festival, so you can get a feel for what it looked like as well as what it sounded like um, while I was there. So uh, I think that's going to cover it for this evening. I want to thank everybody for listening in. I want to thank everybody that's uh, um, that had a chance to stop by and, and check it out and go to it uh, and listen to me when I say uh, when I tell you to go to an event, I'm telling you it's you know I know it's a good going to be a good event, so it's worthwhile checking it out. Uh, keep watching on Twitter and uh, tweeting with me because uh, I'll be giving you updates as to some of the uh, TV appearances that are coming up. I have some really cool stuff that's coming out that's going to be going on. In addition to, of course, the ones that I mentioned to you, Wine Portfolio and PBS, and of course the NBC Six stuff that I do down here in Miami. Uh, fairly often, so you'll all the locals that are down here can watch it live when it happens. And for everyone else in the world, I'll of course put those uh, clips up on my website. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always tweet them to me anytime at Stu the Wine Guru for Twitter. If you have any other questions you want to email to me, if you're not on Twitter, you can go to info at StuTheWineGuru.com and send me any questions you have or any comments that you have about the show or anything that you want to know about, about me or anything else. And um, that's pretty much it. Check out my site, www.stewthewineguru.com, and enjoy all the things that are on there. Well, I think that's it for the show tonight. I just wanted to give everybody a nice recap. Uh, like I said, very shortly within the next couple of days before the end of the week, uh, you'll be able to see all the things that I did at the show via the video clips that I put on there. Upcoming shows I want to let you know about. I'm going to be having on um, the radio personality and now wine vintner down here in South Florida for 20 years, Paul Castronovo of the Paul Castronovo and Young Ron show. Uh, he has a Montepulciano Abruzzo. Nice red, Italian red, from the Castro Castronovo Vineyards. And I'm going to be interviewing him upcoming on the 3rd. On the 2nd, I'm going to be having Chris Pisani of ZD Wines, the winemaker for ZD Wines. Psyched about that as well. So those are just two immediately coming up that you're going to want to listen in and tune into. And if you have any questions for um, Chris for the 2nd show or Paul for the 3rd, by all means, email or tweet them. In addition to that, you can go to my website, www.sudowineguru.com. Check out all the upcoming shows. You can just click on the uh, 
icons and listen to the ones that are archived and also find out about the ones that are upcoming. I have a really cool show that is coming up in April, and I'm really psyched to let everybody know about that. And I'm going to firm it up and let you know definitively by uh, the February 3rd show. But it's a really cool, well-known um, food TV personality um, travel channel, actually. And you'll be interested in checking out that in April, as well as all the shows up to that point. Well, I want to thank everybody again. As always, if you have any questions, you know where to go. Info at StuTheWineGuru.com, www.StuTheWineGuru.com for my website. You click on the link of all my wine articles, videos, and listen to the archived wine talk shows. As I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stu the Wine Guru. Drink up, good night, and good wine. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru.